This podcast is brought to you by Campus Central Student Accommodation. This is Student Accommodation in Joburg. I'm your host, Buibelo Morghezi. Welcome to Episode 4. Now, on the 1st of March 2020, our lives changed forever. What we thought was a crisis that could never hit South Africa finally landed on our shores. The deadly disease that we all know as COVID-19 hit our shores and everything changed. South Africans quickly had to adapt to a new normal of wearing masks, socially distancing and sanitizing. We moved from level to level and had regular family meetings with our president, Cyril Ramaphosa. While urging many industries to change, it's been more than a year since we've lived with the pandemic. And in doing so, we wanted to investigate the safety of student apartments. Naturally, when a pandemic hits, we're all forced to do things differently. More so businesses and entrepreneurs. We chat to Nazime Randera, General Manager at Vitz Junction, under campus housing and resident life. What would you say are the necessary changes that students need to consider when looking for accommodation during the times of COVID-19? Thank you for that question and also greetings to all the listeners and thank you to Voice of Vets for uh, arranging this interview with uh, campus housing and residence life. The things that students need to look out to when considering accommodation in the time of COVID is to ensure that whether it be the university-managed accommodation or university-controlled accommodation, that all the necessary precautions have been uh, observed by the accommodation provider in terms of the NCID guidance and directives and the Department of Health directives insofar as ensuring that the buildings have been sanitized, that there's... uh, appropriate security measures in place within the residences itself, that suitable uh, cleaning measures have been instituted within each of the buildings, and that there are support systems available in the event that something were to actually happen while they are on the premises itself, that there is proper communication protocols that are in place. The other thing that is to make sure that, in fact, there is internet uh, Wi-Fi connectivity available because if you're not going to have Wi-Fi connectivity, how are you going to be able to engage in online learning? What are some of the things you have implemented to manage the risk of students infecting one another? So in terms of managing the risk of students infecting one another, many of the guidelines have been put together by NCID and that includes ensuring that sanitizers are in place at virtually almost every building within all the university residences on many entrance areas as well. That being one of the areas, ensuring that students are coming in on the premises with masks, that we observe all the PPE requirements that are there, that we observe social distancing that takes place and minimize the risk of students infecting one another by constant communication, by constant educational awareness in itself itself there. What happens when a student tests positive for COVID-19? Are they required to vacate the premises until they're cleared Or do the facilities accommodate students who've also tested positive? Thanks for that very helpful question, because that's such an important question there itself there. If a student were to test positive, under no circumstances do we ask them to leave the residences. So now university residences, self-isolation areas have been established in all our residences. And those are now obviously separate from the residence itself there. And they are then uh, encouraged to stay there for the 10-day period. During that period, we notify the head of Campus Health and Wellness Centre, Sister Maggie, 
If they're in catering residences, we arrange with the dining halls for food to be delivered to the entrance of their rooms, either through their friends or through some other arrangements that we have with the staff within the residences itself there. If they do uh, get ill during the 10-day period and experience serious problems, then unfortunately there will be an ambulance called through us, through the university, and they will be taken to a hospital where they will be under the care of health professionals to ensure that the problem does not get worse. What happens when an international student gets infected with COVID-19? Yeah, the same process applies to international students or to uh, South African students. So under whatever I've said earlier applies to international students and to, to South African students as well. Thank you. As we have seen, when someone is infected with COVID-19 in a workplace, the space the person occupied is fogged. Do you fog the entire accommodation or just that one individual's room if they are infected with COVID-19? The communication or the information that has been shared with us is that it does not have to be the entire building that needs to be sanitized and fogged, but the affected area that needs to be sanitized and fogged. What are the steps a student needs to follow if they suspect they may have COVID? And what is your role in ensuring those steps are followed? If the student picks up the symptoms during the daytime, then they should communicate with the daytime staff that they're not feeling well, which includes our accommodation officers, our cluster managers, our housekeepers. And we would initially ask them to monitor themselves for a period of time. And if the situation gets worse, then obviously we make arrangements for them to get across to campus health for healthcare professionals to assess them. And if the view of the GP or the health professional staff in campus health and wellness are of the view that the student needs to go and get herself or himself tested for COVID, then under those circumstances, that student will be referred to Lancet Laboratories or a government hospital and await the outcome of the results. If the results confirm that it is in fact negative, then that student is then free to move around again. However, if the student tests positive, then that student will be moved into the self-isolating area. The student's cards will be deactivated for the period that they're in self-isolation so that, in fact, they do not move around and cause risk to other students itself. Please take us through your screening processes. There is an app that's called Logbox Patient, and they can use that as a screening tool for which they must do on a daily basis, record all the standard questions that are associated. Then it grants you permission to leave the premises or to enter the the academic premises itself there. Protection services staff have been advised to ask people when they leave residences to present their tool to the staff itself, and they are required to monitor that on a regular basis. Are student accommodations liable for providing students with sanitizers and masks? Well, sanitizers are provided at all the entrances, not sanitizers to each individual. However, when it came to our first year students, when they registered into residence at the beginning of the academic year itself, through a collaboration with the SRC, we were able to provide masks to all the residences. And as students were arriving into the residences and registering and checking into residences, we provided them with a bottle of sanitizer and a pack of masks, probably about five masks itself, which are disposable masks. So yes, we did provide initially at the first instance, but obviously on a limited quantity basis itself then. 
Of course, we cannot have the conversation around living at student accommodation during the times of COVID-19 without reaching out to the students. Here's what they had to say. Um, hey, guys. Uh, my name is Timsane Zulu, and I've been staying in South Point student accommodation for four years. Uh, my experience of staying in the student accommodation... Um, I would say before COVID, I would say that I didn't know the people that um, uh, I used to stay with. So during COVID, um, I, I, I got the chance to like know the people that I stayed with. So and we explored a lot of the student culture and we did a lot of activities together. So because before COVID, we didn't have those activities, but um uh, last year, we tried to explore a lot of things together. So, yeah. So pre-COVID, it was a lot easier to have, like, your friends come and visit you or to go and visit your friends. It wasn't a hassle to get signed in. And, you know, there wasn't this much restriction. But now, after COVID, it's tough just to have one friend come in and chill for the day. And then there's restrictions on how long they can be there. The sanitizers everywhere. So, so it's, it's a bit different. And now everyone is just on edge, not taking chances. You forget your mask, you get weird looks. So yeah, it's changed the student, student accommodations for us. And that's a wrap of episode four of Student Accommodation in Joburg. Join us again on episode five, where we talk all things renovations, decor, and turning your student house into a student home. Catch you on episode five. I'm your host, Boipelo Mokezi, and I'm out. This podcast was brought to you by Campus Central Student Accommodation. Visit www.campuscentral.co.za to book your premium student accommodation.